gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. And the world turning inside out, floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop me now. Don't stop. Uh, welcome to episode number 56 of the Average Man Podcast. Don't stop me now. Coming in strong with Queen there for the intro song, as chosen by Gloria and Nikki, today's guests. Hey, um, because this episode is like an hour and a half long already, I'm not going to spend too long on the intro and do the shout-outs and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I will just put a quick caveat on the beginning of this. Look, I'm still trying to work out the logistics of um, doing uh, a podcast uh, with more than two people. So there's three of us in this one. I've gone back to the old microphone that I used to use. And because of that, there's not the sound quality isn't what I've sort of we've become accustomed to um, on this podcast. Um, I was a little disappointed because we had a really, really good chat, but my vocals seemed to come through a little bit too loud. Uh, Gloria come through a little bit too quiet, just the way she projects, I guess. And then Nikki in the middle came through basically in the middle of the two of us. Um, so yeah, we're just going to, I need to work on that in the future when, when we're uh, doing interviews with more than one person, but I just ask you to please stick with it because it's a really good chat. We had, uh, we, we covered some really good ground, some really interesting topics. Gloria and Nikki both, um, have a lot of really interesting things to say, um, in this particular uh, podcast, Gloria has a lot of um, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff to say and talk about, and a lot of passion, and, not, and she's very knowledgeable. So if the audio is a little tricky, um, I just urge you to stick with it because um, yeah, it's a, it's a good conversation. And like I said, I'm going to work on that um, when we're doing more than two people uh, at a time. But yeah, apart from that, let's just get straight into it. Um, episode number fifty six. Don't stop me now. Here we go. Boom, we're on. So, Gloria and Nikki, welcome to uh, episode number 56 of the Average Man podcast. Unnamed as yet, because I haven't chosen a song. True. True? <laughs> no, no, I only, I only just asked the music question five minutes ago. I normally said it to you and I know it or two beforehand. I've been a little bit... You know, time, that time of year, been yeah, a little bit rushed Christmas. and everything it's lately. Christmas it's Christmas. It is. Don't use it as an excuse, though. It is. It's Monday, Monday the 16th, so this is the last week of oh, us no. for work. 
wrapping up. Are we, are we the wrap up podcast? You're the wrap up podcast for this year. Yeah. We're the final countdown podcast. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think I did one on New Year's Eve last year. That won't happen this year because I'll be away camping and yeah, stuff. But fun. so this will be the final one for the year, I'd say, unless I squeeze one in with, in with my brother-in-law before New Year's. But I doubt that. I'll probably be early next year. I'll get him on while I'm down in in Perth. So. Oh, nice. And for people who don't know, people from around town would know you, girls. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, Gloss, you owned the home hardware for thirty-two years. 32 Is that about years, right? Yes. Yep. So people know who you Stop are. Dating me. Yeah, yeah, well, sorry, yeah, yeah. That was really I'm older than I look short. And if you've seen Gloria around, you've heard Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, we love Nikki. No, I know, I know you can hear me laughing from across the road. Oh, it's great, Brian's up our day. Not this time of year I can't because I've got the door closed and the aircon on, but yeah, no, we, we can. When we're all outside, we can, oh, Gloria and Nikki are entertaining over there. <laughs> Nikki having a laugh, so... That's uh, great, but to that point, it has been hot as fuck oh, lately, yes. and it came in early, didn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, it did. Last year we were. It was this time of year, and we were still saying we were still amazed. By it was still pretty nice. How beautiful is this weather? You, you know, know, I listened we... back to a podcast I did in November last year because I was re-interviewing a bloke again, and I just wanted to listen over to the, to the content. And I was saying on that podcast, "Oh, the weather's still beautiful this yeah. time of year." You know, yeah. like. So even it wasn't just it's not just our memory like no. it actually was really it was, it was different amazing. last year. It was like early thirties, like low thirties, mm. and the humidity. And the humidity was, was just zero. Yeah, it was beautiful. There's shit going on. I mean, look at the nature. Uh, yeah. The fires all over. They've yeah. all started early. Yeah. Crazy forty degrees happening all over the east coast as well, and not just over here. Yeah, well, they got a mega fire now yeah. over there. Three fires have converged into one big mega fire. My my sister's really up tragic. in um, Yanchip, mm. oh, northern no. suburbs. Of, yeah, yeah, and they were and on yellow the alert. On, yeah, yeah oh. they were on yellow alert for four days or something. She said they were reasonably safe where they were. They had neighbourhood friends coming and staying with them, bringing all the animals around because they got a big twelve hundred square metre block there. Yeah, and it was pretty pretty scary. The petrol station, um, where the, it was a the family owned, across the road from the national park. There. Yeah, it's been there for decades. Family so, owned. They yeah. live behind it, oh, and that all burnt down. Blew up the national park, oh, scorched, gone. Mixed oh, bees will all be dead. His bees oh, were stashed. No. His bees were stashed out there somewhere. Oh, no, no. So, but Thank God we've got some honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. My sister's got bees too. She's got bees. She keeps under the house at her house. But yeah, it is. That's what I was saying to some of the boys. Like, I need to do a bit of a tie down before we get out this week because even though nothing's sort of predicted at this stage, you wouldn't be surprised. Did you see the last few days? How red. Yeah, those storms yeah. yeah. have been yeah. ridiculous. But it's just so the wind's been whipping up. You couldn't see the sky. Mm. It's been just that pilgrimage and, and they're talking about the dust over here in Port. The dust was far worse than south. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's, it's huge. It was just like two days of non-stop. It's yeah. overcast. And then it makes it muggy because all that, yeah. that keeps all the heat in. And it was eerie. It was eerie. The sun, even when it was setting, yeah. well, we had that storm right. that actually came yeah. through. I got some video of that as well. It hung around yeah. for oh, yeah, 15 yeah. 20 minutes, the yeah. Cloud that yeah. yeah, and then yeah. it whipped over us, it, yeah. it was gone. Yep, mm. but no, definitely interesting weather that we're having early on, you know. Wow, and yeah. 
the Pilbara is one of those places where you can actually talk about the weather and yeah. it's not just small talk. You know no, what I mean? No, everyone's <laughs> like, how's the weather? Yeah. It's, like, like, just, you know, it's like a mainstay in conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it sets the tone for the rest of the summer, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah it does. Well, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, it's so going to be hot. It is going to be hot. Yeah. And Dad is so... Um, he gets so excited when there's a cyclone coming. I just do not want a cyclone. No. Don't want it. Mind you, we're no. all prepared this year. Yeah, it's well, cyclone. yeah. It's hard to be prepared, especially you've got a big block here. It's oh, like, you know, yeah. and you're busy doing stuff, so there's always yep. things around. That's right. <clears throat> I know how it goes. I'm lucky I've got that, um, where I work, we've got the big sheds, so I've taken, yeah, I've taken the tinny in and my trailer yeah, and I loaded good. the tinny up with all the kids' like, yeah. outdoor oh, toys and crap, that's and that's... Good in the shed locked up until next year yeah. so got all yeah. the small stuff I was speaking to <laughs> I was speaking to someone about the trampoline the other day and I was like you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to disassemble it and turn it up so I'm just going to tie it to something else and yes absolutely I don't really care it's like, I paid a hundred bucks for it second hand like this <laughs> It's not if about it the trampoline, it's about the house that we're talking about. Yeah, well, that's why I'll, stra- I'll strap it to something and it'll just get destroyed if there's a cyclone. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, uh, I'm not too idea. worried about it. So, <laughs> no. last year I went crazy and strapped every single thing that could move down. Did Took you? me days, yeah. Yeah, but Veronica came in, like, she was pretty. But she was late. And she was late. Yeah. But she was full on enough. This was last year when, oh, it's not even last year, it was this year. Mm, well, yeah, March this year, yeah. March this year, you know. And being the first time that we actually lived through a cyclone and uh, the house having just been... Oh, you know, yeah. The noise was... The noise was so scary. Yeah. And I've been <laughs> 32 years plus, yeah. right? And seeing lots of cyclones. But just that whipping around and being across the road from yeah. the ocean yeah. and the, the massive tides yeah. that washed away. Gee, there's not so much. Hard. There's nothing to break it up in front of you. No, here, there you wasn't. Know? It was us and the and the water there, and and it was. But it was crazy. But luckily, mm. this part is like really high. We're really high. I was so, looking yeah. at that storm surge map they had, and we were like an island basically if it was yeah. to all flood out. Yeah. But that's what I noticed about that house across the road during that cycle. And is that little alcove where you go to our front door and you come yeah. in? That's really well protected from the oh, weather. Yeah, it's kind of protected right. on three yeah, sides, yeah. you know? Yeah, because you've got everything yeah. around. You've got, and you've got buildings around. And the driveway was the low point, so the driveway goes like a river underwater, yeah. and the sides stay relatively dry, you know. Oh, wow. And we can bring all that plants in there. Like I could walk out into that section and have to stick my head out and see what was yeah, going on, and it wasn't too crazy. Not yeah, until right. you come out and around that corner, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you were getting, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're elevated, so. I think I was walking at an angle of a pitch of about yeah. sixty degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lean your shoulder into it. Yeah. But it's so awesome. You've got to stick your head out oh, and have a bit oh, of a look. Go out there. Like, like, if you're careful enough, you can, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, so. I was like a little kid taking video, video yeah, footage of it and stuff. You know, right. yeah, you don't get it that. It's exciting. Yeah, it is. You know, which leads me to a segue, David. But David. Yeah, <laughs> this is, this is my serious voice. This is my serious voice now because, you know, we live in a in an area that's prone to all of this type of natural events mm. and the cyclones are and they do cross that category fours and category threes regularly we in this town and community have such stringent 
building codes, mm. and you know because you're yeah. in the industry. Yeah. And yet we are whopped some of the highest insurances, insurances. in the land. Yeah. yeah. And yet our codes are rated second to Darwin. When Darwin, when Tracy happened, that woman that was the mayor at the time introduced these building codes mm. that are now today's codes Standards, for yeah. psychotic areas and category D yeah. areas for us. And that's us in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. So especially in West Australia, mm. we are so stringent about our building codes. Over east, they fall Still over. Still building like, on stilts. They yeah. fall over like a mm. pack of cards. Yeah. yeah. And we pay for the insurances for that. Yeah, yeah. It is it is crazy. Because you pay double on the construction. Like we're doing yeah. three new builds at the yeah. moment, and the just the slabs yeah. are incredible. The engineering that goes into them. Mm. So a massive big footing yeah. around the outside, big trench through the middle, and big auger hole footings throughout yeah. the slab that are like twelve hundred deep with massive big cages of Rio in them. And, yeah. like, and then there's these steel plates throughout the pad that the house gets welded down. It is not in going anywhere. Exactly and then crimp safe on every single window around the house. Yeah. You, yeah, could, right. you could drive a car into the thing and the crimp safe, <laughs> you'd be able to pick it up and go, it's still fine, you know. The, wow. the houses aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And you're right, the cost is to build is triple yeah. standard. And then sting you on and the insurance as well. insurance on buildings that, you know, I look around. It's bulletproof. I look mm. around. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's cycling proof. This, how much have we in this town paid for insurance and not even been allowed to claim? Because, you know, yeah. some of the excesses on this insurance... If you're in a unit there in the strata complexes, $45,000 is the excess Whoa. on your insurance. So you, when a gate or something in minor occurs in a wing, right, you can't, you don't get to claim on that because, I'm sorry, you're paying tens of thousands yeah. of dollars for insurance, yeah. but you have to pay for the fixing of that tree that fell on your fence or yeah. the gate hinge that's come off or, you know, a crack something or other because... The excess is way too much. It only you covers you if you get like a, yes. a massive damage to throughout oh, the, the house. Roof yeah. Or anything crazy yeah. like that. And how that how is that gonna happen in an area when the rating you know, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's it, you're right, it's the small yeah. things that'll happen oh, around your yard and to the and you know. That's where the insurers I think really kick us in the gut. Yeah. It's it's about we're not we're not letting you claim for those small you know, minute small things. We, we will pay out on the big things which yeah. don't occur. Won't occur yeah. because the way the houses are built, yeah. yeah. It's a funny funny it is. thing, isn't it? it is. well, I know, you know, obviously not mentioning names, but I know a lot of people who bought and uh, live up here mm. that, that that won't pay the insurance on the house. They kinda well, risk it, you know? Well, wow. you know what? The risk Because they can't afford it. But it yeah. is yours and mine's risk. Sure, yeah. And that's it, right. In a in a specific area, I'm I mean I'm not condoning people not insuring. Because yeah. insurance is key. Yes, there for a reason. And yeah. there, there is. And it's not only to protect your interest, but it's to protect the public liability at the yeah. minimum yeah. liability cover for yeah. in case your stuff does damage to somebody else. But when you're in a those complexes they're built of tilt panels. Yeah, concrete. And, yeah. you know, and, and all 12 units or 24 units, yeah. they're not going. Now, what's, what's going to happen? You're going they to... are not going. Yeah. And each one of those people there are stunned, you know, anything from eight to 12,000 for their little to yeah, their, their patch. Room, yeah. room units that's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's a sore point. And they probably have to well, in, those, in those units, eh? That would be part oh, of no, the... Not the owners would have to. 
Oh, they have to pay. They yeah. haven't got a choice. Because yeah. It's part of a strata. strata. Yeah, and they the don't. Yeah. It's, it's it's a sore point for me because I owned units of my staff from my hardware. Yeah. For years, especially through the boom when yeah, when rentals extortion. Were, yeah, yeah. Rentals were ridiculous. Yeah. So naturally, the best way for us to do was to house our staff in these units. And honest, the 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 money that I for twenty years paid was over a quarter of a million dollars. Did not even get a gate fence yeah. fixed yeah. because the sliding door on the back of one of the units broke away from the latch. Yeah. Had to pay for all of that to happen. Oh, that's you frustrating. Know, you'd paid a quarter of a million dollars in insurance over the term yeah. of the ownership of that. And that's what that's that's the whole point about these areas here mm. that get nabbed. And I, the inquiry needs to happen. Mm. You know, Definitely. I mean politicians talk to it about all of these things, but action is very minimal. Yeah. Because yeah. Hey, it's People, because they're still getting what they want out the of the situation. Yeah. So, yeah. The population is minuscule. We don't make a difference yeah. to the, yeah. to the, you know, voting. Yeah, it's hard for a small number of people yeah. to make enough noise to get yeah. listened to. You know, it's easy for them to just to just stay the just line that they're already, yeah. yeah, they're already, they're well, already telling. Yeah. Yeah. You need to keep doing it. We're living in the world's largest bulk export port. Yeah. These, this area is so, so vital to the. GDP of the nation. Yeah. You know? Yep. We are, and yet we get minuscule return in investment. To the we do. There's a bunch, and I've got a bunch of things we can get into right now if you want, mate. There's a bunch of things I was going to ask you about to, to, to do with that as well. Um, you've started a bit of a, um, well, I know specifically there's a Facebook page you've started at the moment, mm-hmm. yep. a group um, talking about a lot of these things. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the West End buyback, alcohol restrictions, basically the um, degradation of civil rights to, yep. to tenants or residents in, in Port Hedland. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how far does, does that whole thing go? What, what do you, mm-hmm. um, you've got the group going at the moment. How involved in that whole what, what, would you, what would you call it? Rally? Um, well, what we want to do is increase awareness and have the community here in particular. You know, we live and breathe this every day. Yeah. Right? And for us, it's about... The group's name is Just Say No More. Yeah. Right? And that means that we don't, we don't want to have to keep accepting things that occur. And mm. the reason... Things occur here is because our community remains silent. Yeah. And I think it's time that we ask the question: Why does this happen here? Mm. Give us a reason for it. And because, not elsewhere. Well, it does happen in some areas, and, I, and all of us. If we look at, we talked about insurance. Insurance is a big thing for us. Yeah. We pay massive amounts of insurance with very, very stringent um, returns on on our investments. So yeah. basically. You pay a lot of money for insurance, but you can't claim on that insurance, okay? Yep. So then we go on to the alcohol restrictions. For us who live here, we're not saying that we aren't sympathetic to what needs to occur here. We all agree to the restrictions that were in place as part of the accord prior to this Section 64 coming into place. Now, for us, everywhere around us, Karatha the community group together yeah. to actually ask the question and say, no, we're not accepting this. Yeah. Why do we have to accept this? The community has changed. Yeah. We haven't seen 
prohibition make any difference yes. to today? The problem still exists. The restrictions should encompass a bigger strategy than just no alcohol and all of this. And and even when they are in place, because now we're allowed to buy three bottles and a carton, and I'm not interested in how many we're allowed to yeah. buy, and I don't want to get into an argument. We don't want to argue with people no. saying, can't you regulate your buying? It's not about mm. that. It's about my civil rights, your civil yeah. rights being impeded. Not only are we under these restrictions because the town just says nothing mm. as a group, they don't stand together, yeah. they actually, we actually have a huge Facebook outpouring, but yeah, yeah, but nothing no gets strategy. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are saying we don't accept that these things occur in this manner. Yep. We accept that there needs to be restrictions and we have a strategy as a community to assist those of us that can't, that need that, right? But is it, does it become that today the accord, the rules allow the police, and let's be honest, I say the authorities, but the reality is the police. Yeah. They can tell you, they can knock on the doors tomorrow of legitimate businesses and say, sorry, we're shutting you down. Why? Because there's a funeral occurring and we think yeah. there may be trouble. Yeah, yeah. We think there may be trouble. Yeah. The think is a real issue. You cannot just impose or use one part of the accord to say we're going to implement these in case yeah, a yeah. problem occurs. So, I'm sorry, when schoolies occur, yeah. how many how many police they go volunteer to go to Rotto, yeah, how yeah. many police go to the Gold Coast yeah. to in more resources yeah. because they are to deal with the situation that's coming. Well, same with New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. you yeah. stop yeah. selling alcohol no, on, on the last day of December yeah. because it's New Year's Eve exactly. tonight. Everyone's going to go crazy. We know that shit's got, you know a very high chance, yeah. possibility, yeah. especially in certain areas. So they man up for it and then they patrol that's it and they're so just they, pull, they put more resources. Yeah, because you wouldn't get away with it. You wouldn't get away with and doing that it. Yep. There's no restrictions. Yep. How is it that things occur in Northbridge, there is no ex restriction? Yep. How is it that there is events that occur... Australia it, Day, you know, Australia all these Day, things. Australia Day, be it New Year's Day, be it uh, yeah. festivals and yep. all the such likes occur. And they and man added, up for them. added resources are put yeah. towards those events, yep. those occasions. And yet yep. in Headland here... You just say you just can't buy I'm alcohol. sorry, we think <laughs> that there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and let's not skirt around the issue either because yeah. there's an indigenous funeral Absolutely. in town. It so I've, I've been saying on this podcast for, for a while now, yeah. it's backdoor racism, right? It is. Because it's backdoor discrimination at, at the very least because yeah. they're saying no one can buy X amount of alcohol or, or any yeah. alcohol because there's an indigenous funeral. That's yeah. why it is. Well, yeah. But yeah. we can't say that yeah. so no one can buy yeah, so alcohol. Yeah. Blanket, but hang on, let's go back to the cause. Why can't we? Well, because there's an Indigenous funeral out in or around town this week. Yeah. So, so so it's a backdoor discrimination yeah. tactic, but we just put a blanket over the whole yeah. town just because to they cover don't, it over. They don't shut down for whitefellow funerals. No, they don't. And the at same all. thing with, with New Year's Eve and Australia Day. They're all yeah. westernised, you know, sort of problems, so they're not yeah. going to treat them in the same way. And they are way more 
more massive than any issues course, that we have. Are. I mean, because there's so many more people. And also, is just restricting the amount of alcohol people can buy. When has that ever been proven to be a, a legitimate solution? It's do they not do a register up in Darwin? There is a register and there's lots of things. And because I can, I can see, just looking at it from a practical mindset, how a register would work. Mm-hmm. You show your, your ID, you scan your ID yep. every single time you buy alcohol. If you've been arrested for any alcohol-related offences, yep. whatever it is, mm-hmm. you can't buy alcohol for six months, whatever the t- yep. term is. Yep. Therefore, it's going to take a, probably a full calendar year for that to come into proper effect because there's obviously people you know that you haven't got them on the register yet mm-hmm. but once that full calendar year comes and goes now you've got all the troublemakers you know 90 percent of them yeah. and then they can't buy it they can't buy anymore so that seems like more targeted because there's plenty of I th- yeah i don't know if that is the total solution because they will know plenty of people who have who are not on the register, who will go and buy their alcohol for them, like the taxi drivers in this yeah, town. Yeah, but again, throughout a, whole, throughout a whole calendar year, is that not all going to come to the surface? Yeah, yeah. look, it'll eventually, yeah. It will and, and you eventually. could you could put caveats in as well, like, no, taxi drivers can't come in and, and buy, yeah. you know, like oh, three be, times a day or whatever it is, you yeah. know. There's always ways around prohibition. Yeah. yeah. There's always ways around restrictions. And the, the, whole, I, the whole point of that group is to ask the questions. Mm, yeah, say, have these conversations, yeah. Because, you know, I see a lot of the negative things that Facebook's great, but it can be really, Ooh, yeah, really... yeah, it can be poisonous. Yeah, yeah, toxic. Yeah. It is absolutely that one. But I don't see the point in just being toxic on Facebook without asking the relevant authorities to give us a reason in, in, mm. a, in a way that... They can have, feel safe because this is not about beating up on the police. This is not about beating up on on you know people that provide services. But the reality is, if there is such a big problem, mm. then add more resources, fund more here, yeah. so that resources like the police and those that do deal with emergency situations can have people on the ground yeah. and those that deal with the community services that deliver services that pe- to the community that re- require it yeah. they are well resourced because God alone knows and you know better than I do about the tens of millions of dollars that get spent in this region without much outcome. Yeah. The reality is you cannot close blanket rules mm. across a community for five percent, for ten percent, for twenty percent. And you yeah. you and I all work in industries where we have we either work in industries or we have partners like this your wife Dave yeah. who's a nurse that work in industries mm. that know that it's the vast majority of people. Toe the line, the right thing. Yeah. 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 yeah we shouldn't so, be letting the minorities control control and things that's like where that. I find the, rest the, the population. civil rights and thing that I, the civic liberties and the civil rights thing. I'm asking the question for the rest of my life, which is what I intend to live here at this stage. Yeah. You know, and I and I'm not young, yeah. so I'm going to be an old girl here. Yeah. <laughs> so. For the rest of my life, is that the reality for me? Yeah. That tomorrow... Or does it get worse? Yeah. Does, it, and, does, does, does they I'm just lay the, something else down in a few years I'm, and everyone just I'm takes it other, again? Yeah. I'm the other side of Greta Thunberg. Oh, that She's little... She's the youngest. Don't get me started <laughs> on that little I'm thing. I'm the oldest girl because my she priorities... She needs to get a fucking job. Well, 
lives lives some life. Don't sit there. Look, I, not that not that, not that a lot of the things she says not that a lot of the things that she says aren't correct, right? Yeah. But you can't sit there, sixteen friggin' years old or whatever yeah. she is, with no life experience, and yeah. slag off all the people who came before you. Yeah. She's using social media. She's using technology that was driven by industry on the backs of people that came before her. She's yeah. got no idea about the real world. She's just a precocious little tar. Precocious little tar who's, vo- who's vomiting. Who's Who's vomiting other people's ideas? You are talking about Time Magazine. Oh my! Person God. of the year. Well, Donald, Donald Trump. Donald it. Trump said oh, she needs yeah. to chill, oh, and I'm with Donald on that one. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Donald is at the construction zone. Lucky we're not sitting on the big ass dick. Oh listen! Oh listen to you! Oh listen to you, Gloria! You've lived a life. You've had a job. You've run businesses. You've got life experience. Yeah, that no. little. You Bloody know, little turd. No, listen, let's face Trying it. to tell the world how to act. Somebody but I think she's going to be a leader, though. And brought a focus to that. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, we can't all... It's no different to any one of us. It's about asking the question and hoping somebody makes a decision yeah. to actually answer the question because we all know that politics is full of skirting. Mm, we yeah, all know... Yeah. Like, tomorrow, we, we want to know exactly why it is... That liquor restrictions are here yeah. because there's a massive problem in Port Hedland, but not in Caratha. Yeah. Not in you know other areas. Broom. Not well. Broom's got broom. Not the same as us. Broom's got just. They haven't got theirs, the same restrictions. restrictions are a little bit different, and yeah. in some areas theirs is worse. But is for the same reason, you know why? Because the majority of people don't stand and ask the question why. Why? The one thing that I really, really admire about Caratha. They stood together, yeah. asked the question, and that section 64 does not apply to them. Mm. Right. No. And no, you know no, what? No. We're talking about civic civic rights and civil liberties or civic liberties yeah. and civil rights. But also, what about the small business owners? Okay, Woolies yeah. and, and Coles, yeah. uh, they're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but what about Northwest Liquor down the road yeah. here in South Hedland Liquor That's when right. they can't trade on a Saturday? They're not, already not allowed well, to open on a Sunday. They're, they're so what about their largest trading day of the entire week? They're just not allowed to trade. Do you know that's, a, that's a small business. They get notified yeah. to say, oh, that afternoon before. That morning. Yeah. And that is exactly another thing. It's their major trading days. Yeah. It's their right as a legitimate business. But if they don't acknowledge the request yeah. or if they don't work... And, I, and this, is, this is not about anything other than, let's face it, you are a civic and corporate uh, business, so you want to do the best for your community. Yeah. But if you, if you don't agree with it and you don't do it, there are repercussions. Yeah. yeah. There are repercussions, and that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know... How about all of those illicit substance suppliers in town? Oh, yeah. Who is policing them? Yeah. And you and I will always agree that if alcohol is a contributing factor to domestic violence, to stupidity, to yeah, you know, yeah. lots of things. Yeah, vehicle, but the, yeah. But the biggest issue in this, in this no, in Australia, you per capita. Meth. Meth. Yeah. They are the biggest users. Yeah. And in this town, it's no different. Yeah. And you know why? Because we are, we have promoted that as the drug of choice because of the industry that 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 we yeah, ride yeah. the we ride the wave on. It's the mining industry. Yeah, because you can pass Meth. drug tests within forty eight hours of Meth it. It's easy. It's easy to transport. Doesn't smell the same as weed and things like that. And there's uh, there's been a few absolutely. small steps taken in in. Uh, 
in the right direction as far as industry goes with that. I think they do um, for, for for weed. They do swab tests oh, now. Do I think urine. instead no, of instead of urine, urine. I think I think they're mainly doing swabbing yeah. now. Do they for on on site drug and alcohol tests for, for, for weed and stuff? Yeah. So which means if you smoked you know a week and a half ago at a party and they swab you, you're fine because it's gonna it's gonna you know. Okay. Get what's in your saliva. So yep. if you smoke that morning or maybe even the last night, you might get pinned, which is much more reasonable. But, you know, for, for years and years, it's been if you smoked weed within two weeks and you go do a piss test at yeah. work, you're going to lose your frigging job, yeah, man. But you yeah. can smoke meth on that's Friday night that's and roll through the gates on Monday morning and she's good to go, mate, yeah. you know? And that, is, that is the reason that Australia is such a high usage country yeah. per capita. Yeah. Because there is so many people whose jobs rely on rely drug testing on and all that things. kind of stuff. Yeah, and this, to keep them away. This is yeah, the keep them away. Long shifts, hard yeah. work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Society's changed, and with all due respect to the industry that drives the economy of our nation, the honest truth is that the people that are that are working those long shifts. And those, the you know, the eight to four, eight to five is gone. They're gone. Yeah. So now you're working the long shifts. You know, two weeks on, and even if you get if you get lucky and you're doing the six six on six off or yeah. the eight on six off, you're still having to wind down from twelve hour yeah. long yeah. shifts. Yeah. Where you're treated like a a commodity. Yeah. You're you're the worker bee. Yep. You go out there, you do your job, you see nothing, no one else, you go back into your little queue. Yeah. Yeah. Hop in there for the next thirteen days, or however many days. Yeah. On shift, and then you go back to your family and you try to normalise, because all you want is shut down. Yeah. Then you've got kids that want your attention because you're back. And they can't, they can't be bothered. Yeah. They need a bit of wind down time. It's, yeah, there all is that so kind of much stuff. family breakdown. Family you know? breakdown. It's su- suicide for, for men between, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. in their 20s to 50s and stuff. It's just fucking through the, through the roof. It's crazy. And then, you, again, you add meth use into that. Yeah. And it just de- deteriorates the, the, the brain cells, you know. Like, it's not like any other drugs. There's been people back in the day who were heroin addicts for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they came out of it. And they go on to live fulfilling lives yeah. if you smoke meth every single day for 20 years you're not the same person at the other no. end of that not even close yeah. it destroys brains I've seen it happen a thousand times I was heavily deep in that kind of scene a long long time ago which is one of the main reasons we left Perth in the, in the first place to get away from it I've yeah. seen what it does to people it, it takes your soul yeah. it's a different thing yeah. it's not the same thing you know, and that's what yeah, like we say, that's it's easier for people to smoke that and to, and get involved in that with absolutely with, because they function. Yeah, they function on the surface. Yeah, on that level. So there's and it's getting pushed throughout town yeah. as well. Well, interestingly enough, we're talking about that, but they just legalized the um, the baseball American baseball. Yeah, the league who have their own drug regime. Yeah, separate to Wada and Nara. Yeah. They've just legalized marijuana. Yeah, it's it's happening. You know, because their players use that as their drug of choice. Chill it. Yeah. It is. 
I agree that it is performance enhancing because when you're stepping up to your plate and you're looking for a fast pitch or whatever it is, you want your body. To I don't slow think down. I don't think you, you can you can play yeah. under the influence. No, no I think if you, you are taking yeah, it and they you can train and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. definitely you, you can yeah. train better and, and yeah. but I mean the athletes getting, love yeah. it and not even just weed. A lot of them just do CBD, which yeah. is without the THC and stuff. But yeah, because yeah. of the, the the medicinal benefits mm. of it, there goes the oven. Because the <laughs> Because the medicinal benefits of it are through the roof. So for athletes, the anti-inflammatory benefits, yeah. helping them sleep, especially after yeah. heavy training sessions, so for recovery, yeah. like it's, it's, it's mad. So it's definitely performance enhancing when you look at it that way. Yeah. But so is fish oil, you know, so is glucosamine, yeah. so is all these other things, that yeah. all that these other totally therapies illegal. and stuff that you can do. It's not like a it's performance just enhancing. It's socially accepted. Not yet. Getting there. Yeah. It's getting there. But that's smart that they're doing that. And it's fair because, you know, it's, it's medicinally legal in 30-something states in america and i think uh recreational in about seven states now so to say that that's still outlawed to have any of it in your system for for professional sports is is, it's kind of archaic at this point Mm. and we're not too far behind that wa just changed the laws um about a month ago so you can now get prescribed for medicinal marijuana just from your gp in wa you don't have to go get co-prescribed from from a uh specialist now which take which was always the big hurdle can you you do that like all through wa WA? yeah they were allowed to do it but the the actual supply uh ratio for those that were really needing it for medicinal purposes it was so low because of the bureaucracy of trying to Co get those through. Co prescriptions, yeah. yeah not so me. now they've reviewed that situation. They understand that the people that absolutely need. Mm. Yeah, chronic pain, yeah. things like that. They you need know, people that. terminally ill, especially if your kids got more, kids got yeah. seizures and things like that. You should oh, be able to get access to CBD oils, man. Like, yeah, and, the, and, and then your dogs and your pet, your cats, and you start giving wow. CBD oil to your to your dog when they're like Casper's age, and all yeah. this it helps his joints yeah. and you know inflammation, all that so kind of true. shit. There's so many good properties to it, and just yeah. because of this whole, it's a class A drug, it's illegal. That's it. That's all there is to it. So much research and everything has just been you know put left to the wayside for so many years and they're just catching up on it now thinking yeah. holy shit this is actually really there's a yeah. lot of good benefits here well that's the thing with like CBD oil that's not actually a class A drug it's non-psychoactive because the THC is yeah. the class A drug yeah. in it so if it's not so in there so why is it not illegal well, it's the same reason that hemp's illegal it was all just dumped in together yeah. hemp's, hemp's, got, hemp's got very 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 low levels of THC but that's was lumped in the same basket as well so you can't yeah. fucking have hemp which is great for oils and papers and clothes oh, and Materials, ropes, yeah, all yeah, that kind of shit. That now because yeah. we've got we've got the the farm now in WA down south. Yeah, they won't tell you where it Hemp is. Hemp farm. Yeah, so they're making material, they're making products. Oh, it's so durable, and the crop so grows fantastic. like that. Yeah, I mean, you grow right. a whole crop we in know. six we months. We see it on the roads all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that, but you know, and that's funny, but it's also so dark. They think about how many people are locked in a fucking cage for the rest of their life because they were growing or exporting or yeah. whatever, a, a, a natural plant that grows in the earth. And there's, you know, there's people locked in cages for the rest of their life because of that, because yeah. they grew well, weed. You know, I think some of them deserve it, Dave. I'm not going to exonerate... Yeah, I'm sure they're not I'm all... I'm not going to yeah. exonerate the cartels and the likes well, of yeah. those Well, yeah. Because those guys deserve yeah. what they do. But what I do believe is that if we as a society could be brave enough to talk about it and discuss... The, you know, once it hit, it hits into medicine, then it becomes a little bit more acceptable. Right? Yeah. So therefore, now when we start having the conversation, 
What's it? it the, the thought is not, you know, left field, out of whack. It's it's really the moderates yeah. and the conservatives that need to be, you know, need to feel like they're still in control yeah. and that there is a, a purpose for this. But if that drug became legalised, we would have a deficit. Mm. We would yeah, not have a deficit. And the, the users... The users who, irrespective of what their what their background is or whatever, would not be ripped off for the yeah. price mm. that yeah. you pay. Mm. Oh, and they could tax oh, the shit true. out of it and make money. I mean, look at what's that's happening what over saying. in the states. Look at Denver, yeah. you know, Colorado. There's no difference to tobacco tax. Can you? That's imagine right. They're making so much money on it. They're happy to sell you cigarettes. Yeah. Which will kill you. Which will actually kill definitely you. will kill you. Alcohol is one of the probably, probably you know, it's socially acceptable yeah. and we're all drinking it right now, but, you know, misuse, it's one of the most dangerous drugs there is out there. But yeah. it's fine because it's socially acceptable and they can tax it. Yeah. Marijuana, which, you know, you can, you can dislike it, you can disagree with it. That's 100%. That's fine. I, you know, that's everybody's their own prerogative to like something or dislike it. But to say to someone, nah, as an, as a, you know, a, a, an adult, you cannot you cannot take this substance and put it in your own body. It's it's kind of it's kind yeah. of fucking crazy. And then it comes it down. It's like taking alcohol. Like, it's like prohibition. It's mm. prohibition. Yeah. Is hot, you know. Yeah. So. Except that we're just used to it. Exactly yeah. what you were talking about with you know this people not standing up and talking about their own, you know mm. what, making a stand as a as a collective group. We're just used to it. And everyone grew up with it. And, and now, say my parents, and uh, and people from their age group, they just grew up and it was this bad drug. You know, they came yeah. through the the yeah. weed propaganda ages in the in the fifties and all that kind of stuff. What, what they used to call it, um, uh, what was those the, the, those ads back in the fifties about cannabis? Oh. Uh, reefer madness, oh, the reefer, right. the reefer madness, you know, yeah, adverts yeah. and everything. And you, and you know where all that came from in in America anyway. I, I've been trying to find out what happened in Australia and why it became a Schedule 1 drug when it did, um, what the reasoning was and all those kind of things. There's very little information that's freely available. But in America, and we probably just followed suit, yeah. there's this guy, William Randolph Hearst, who was, uh, yeah, yeah, he was, he was in bed with all the politicians. He owned the, um, the, big, the big media companies in, the, in America, I think the 1930s, 40s, 50s, that sort of time period. Yeah. And he owned a shitload of paper mills that printed his newspapers, oh. right? And hemp was one of the leading sort of um, comp- competitors for paper back then. There was all these hemp mills being being made and processed, and it's a completely different process. They didn't want to have to change all their paper mills over to start printing hemp or you know be beat out by that that, that other industry. So then they took this. Um, the route of uh, Mexicans and, and blacks smoke it and it's this horrible drug that's going to make you go crazy and rape women and all oh. this kind of shit because he had friends in, you know, high, in high places in politics and they pushed it through as this horrible drug and wow. they got, got across the line and they did this big reefer madness sort of um, you know, um, campaign oh and, that's, and, that's, and they got it over the line and that was, that was why weed was, illegal, was, was made illegal in, in the States. Now, I love your way of thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm all for a conspiracy. Yeah. Well, that yeah. one's... Oh, I mean, I'm not 100% sure that, that that's the geo. You can right? actually <laughs> read that story. You, you, you can go read that. That story yeah, no, is published. Yeah. Make no mistake. The media own, yeah. own the world. Yeah. Platform. They own the world stages. But they can influence. Which is why Trump's been so successful because he knows how to play them. Exactly. You know? But if that is what happened in America, then of course we followed suit because we were just being good allies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> but it's a crazy, it's a crazy story. But yeah, and then you know, then there's that all, all the medicinal uses that we were just talking about. All that yeah. that research and everything just gets shut down, and they don't, they don't look at it. And then we all start taking heroin in well, it, in tablet form. It yeah. is the corporate. It, it's how corporations do it, don't yeah. they? If it's if a competitor comes along, they buy you out or they shut you down. Well, happened with the sugar industry as well in the eighties and nineties. Probably started in the seventies. You know. Um, putting out false propaganda that fat was the, you know, fat, saturated fats was the enemy. This is horrible. You know, that, yeah. that food pyramid yeah. they drew up and, that, you know, sugar wasn't so bad for you. Yeah. That all came yeah. from, from insiders from the sugar industry as well, paying yes. off people. They paid off people well, at the... Um, the tobacco industry, no different. Yeah, it's, just, it's the same rule, the, the same playbook, yeah. you know. Exactly. And it took us years to get the truth out that, no, actually, no, fat, eaten the right way in the right, you know, proportions that's with the right. right diet is actually really good for you. And yeah. it's sugar yeah. that's killing us all. Yeah, that's yeah? right. They, yeah, but that's a crazy, another conspiracy there. But, you know, some <laughs> conspiracies are true. I'm not talking about aliens or anything. Sorry, but, John, but we, we can if you want. No, yeah. I'm going to reverse the interview now. And sure, so, sure. So if we're talking conspiracy and we're talking about multi multinational corporations, mm. so what do you think about where we live and the West End? I think <laughs> that it's... A horrible idea to let a massive corporation or that have free reign over one large, massive, massive chunk of a whole town. Mm-hmm. I think that, that they just go unchecked yeah. um, and it's already bad enough the way that they operate. Yeah. It's been, again, on this podcast, there's no secret that I really disagree with the way um, the big boys BHP run their ship, mm-hmm. um, the people they tread on to do whatever the fuck they want in town. And this is just another... I, I think it seems like a terrible idea. What about all the businesses down that end of town? What are they all going to do once all the residents are bought out and moved out of town? There's a large chunk of the t- of the town's uh, businesses that, li- that 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 operate down that end. Yeah. What's going to happen to them? It'll well, be a, it'll they're be trying a, to buy a virtual... them out anyway. So yeah, but then know. where do they all move? You exactly. know exactly. So where do they? What, move? what about the history of the what, town? What, what, yeah. What would you say if I told you that it's state government? What meaning what? Well, the buyback is the impetus of state governments. That corporation, that BHP, everyone yeah. talks about BHP, about where they are and what they're doing and what they are. But there are five miners here. Yeah. And they're only, yeah, they're one of the largest. But yeah. there's Gina's mob. Yeah. There's Twiggy's mob. And then you've got the, the junior miners who are out there doing yeah. their little bits and pieces, okay? But the three biggies are here in town. Yeah. And yet... Whenever anyone talks about the industry, you know, and I'm I'm not I'm not supporting or anything, but the word BHP comes up before anyone else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. because geographically because the, speaking, yeah. mm-hmm. they're definitely when we talk about the dust issue, which yeah. is obviously a big issue. Yeah. That's I mean, that's that's that the number BHP. one. That is oh, the number one. Yeah. Yeah. Look, BHP's culprit. BHP's equipment is not as as modern as your Roy Hills and your FMG. But at the end of the day, it's state government pushing this buyback. They're suggesting that there is a health mm. issue. My question to state government is, if there is a health issue, how is it that all of those people on site are walking around without PPE? Yeah. Why are they not filled? Why have Face they not masks got and air oxygen masks? tanks. They haven't and got oxygen tanks. Yeah. They haven't got, they've all got long sleeves and stuff like that. But yeah. it's all that bad yeah. for residents. They're out there 12 hours a day, you know. Residents who actually do not, like us, have the luxury of a very large deck that we sit on yeah. and enjoy a sunset or two, you know. Yeah. 
So residents who, yes, they're closer to the event, but the truth of the matter is they're not sitting outside in this 45 degree heat. They're mm. all sitting inside of a, a well-sealed house yeah. with aircon mm. that's also sealed yeah. and getting no dust effect. Yeah. You know, and when we consider the last two days, we were talking about the, the you know, the, the, dust the eeriness yeah. of this town... So that was not that. iron ore. That was just the pendant. That's dam. ambient dust. Yeah. This area is going to be suffering from dust. The question then is like, why are state government again shafting Port Hedland? Mm. They shaft Port Hedland because Port Hedland is shaftable. Yeah. You know, and if I wasn't, if I wanted to be rude, I'd say it's so easy for us to be shafted. Yeah. You know, to take it up the bar. Yeah. You know why? Because they know which buttons to press in this town to have people go off yeah, the scales yeah. and yeah. then divide us. What state government is doing is dividing this community yeah. instead of unifying it. But you, you know, asked the question, what would you say if you what would I say if you said it was state government? And I have heard that as well. But then you'd have to think, well, what is the the benefit, well, the benefit to, to state government? To and state it probably comes back around full circle. Of course. There is influence. No one's saying that the companies are not influencing the way policies and politics occur, right? Yeah. So, you know, no no one's saying no one's saying that that's not gonna occur. What is the question is that here and because our town has now lost our local government representatives and we are now we've got a commissioner mm, here. I was gonna no, ask you. It's gonna we're ask you about that. Yeah. And then we've got state government people who come along and say, Oh, yes, we're going to do the buyback. You've got five years. I'm putting a consultant in here. Mm. Consultant who, by the way, has no idea about this town, its history, anything yeah. like that. He openly admitted it. They use it, they just use a template but from other situations that have been. To the, find out, yeah. you know, what's the best way to make yeah. this. They use a template from when other situations they've been through similar to this, and they, they just work on figures and things like that. But. Um, as far as the, the the commissioner goes, I was going to ask you what you thought about that because it's it's kind of a tricky situation, isn't it? Because it was fairly well discussed around town that a lot of things didn't get through in the in the council that that we had. As you say, Karatha, they they left us behind, you know, um, during the boom with development and all those sorts of things. Probably because they had a, a better functioning council than us. So, yeah, there's a guy here, here who's running the show at the moment. This commissioner, he's here for another year, I think. Is he? Yeah. Until yeah. October, so, so, which in his from out of town doesn't seem to know the town and all that kind of stuff. Which yeah, seems like a, it seems like uh, it could be a, um, an issue. However. A lot of the decisions being made are, are moving things forward, things that we, that we want to see happening. Look, there's nothing wrong with the commission. What I, what I am saddened by that it got is to the that. fact that our leaders, our civic leaders, the mayor and the council, could not work together as yeah. a team. There was such and it came disrespect to that. for the office. Yeah. You know, the town has people who are divisive. If only we could all agree that we don't have to agree. Mm. We don't have to like each other, don't I don't have to like you. Yeah. But you know, know what? we live in this town. Of a bloke sometimes. Oh, you know, everyone. <laughs> Make no mistake, there's no nice people. There's no nice people. Every one of us have our days. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's okay. I feel them. My God, we live in this space that is quite challenging. 
Yeah, sometimes. This time of year it is, yeah. We don't have to like each other. We don't have to agree with each other. We do have, we should, as a... Work as together. a minimum respect. Yeah. Show respect to the office, to, you know, to each other, mm. and allow people to have their opinions. And the role of counsel is not, is always to incite debate. I don't think that a good counsel is a counsel that constantly says yes, yes, Yeah, no, sure. We should debate. The problem with the council that was... Endless debates with no... Endless debates yeah. and No decisions. Yeah. Real bullying. Never yeah. about, right? So what has to happen is that you debate it, you have a vote, and then the vote is carried. And yeah. it moves on. And then, by the way, we might not all drink, but let's go and have a drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's, let's have conversation. Yeah. That's the way... The personality... What, some people don't drink? <laughs> no. Yeah, listen, Whoa. that's how the restrictions got there. Yeah. <laughs> the ex-mayor does not drink. Yeah. But, you know, I'm talking about respect. Yeah. Everyone deserves respect because we're all here working in these areas and everyone deserves a voice hmm. and a vo- uh, an, uh, an opinion. You don't have to like it. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to bully them, you don't have to attack them, you don't have to and that's what I find disruptive. Yeah. And sadly we have a lot of that in lots of sections. Power. The wanting power, not the community. Yeah. When when Glaws was deputy mayor and Kelly was mayor, they had some like fantastic arguments over or no, not arguments, debate over they actually had different ideas and, yeah. and you know, they were the dynamic duo. They were really cool, but <laughs> she's rolling her eyes. Yeah. Um, but but they actually had some great debate, and they would nut it out to come to some sort of a solution that was good for the town. Well, yeah. No, a decision was made. Yeah. Because your role on council is to make a decision. Well, it seems to, to me it would be a bit of a worry if you had a mayor and a deputy mayor who both just agreed on everything at the, at the nod of a hat, drop of a hat every single time. You'd think, well, something's not right here. Either, either, either there is a conspiracy yeah. to just get these ideas over the board or, or one of these people is weak and they're just, and they're just and nodding to the other person. That is exactly You what can't have that. You can have a decision and go, hey, I don't, I don't agree with that for X, Y, and Z. And then yeah. you talk about it and you go, okay, well, I still don't agree, but I can see that you know, that yeah. this is for the benefit of everyone else. But none else. of that ever happened with the Lotus Council. It yeah. just didn't happen. Yeah. They just all went, no, nope, no. Nope. It was about the personalities. It wasn't about the, the, actual, the item on here. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. It's like, okay, if XYZ was voting for it, I'm not going to vote for it. Oh, yeah. That, and that's... It was so immature, man. And that was sad because Ego. all of that... Yes. Yeah, it's the personality has been yeah. bigger than yeah. the office. And it shouldn't happen. Yeah. But it does. And, and no one's no one's saying it's here. It does happen. Yeah. And, and it's okay. But at the end of the day, make a fucking decision. Yeah. Make a decision. Vote on it. Make a decision yes. like you said. And yeah. when it's voted on, that's it. Don't go and go get, spend more money to get a legal opinion because you didn't like the, the outcome. Yeah. The outcome. That's just crazy. Yeah. So... All right, so so where does this go um, from here for you, girls? Um, well, we've got this group that's been started. You're very passionate about it. You're very knowledgeable about it. You're knowledgeable about it. You make really good points. Where? What's the next well, step? I'm what? hoping that we get to you know David, next year. David, uh, Again. <laughs>
like would love to a panel of people from those walks to sit here yeah. and talk to you and answer your questions yeah. because wouldn't it be great to have the um, the OIC from South Edwin or Port Hedland yeah. here having this I don't know what an OIC is officer in charge okay right? oh okay yeah. yeah yeah and wouldn't it be great to have one of the some people from from insurance or a state government guy or whoever it is, some sit mm. here and we talk and we maybe maybe you are able to in your podcast have questions already there from the yeah. public, and then they sit here and we they're reaching a, a, a space that they not normally wouldn't. Yeah, right. And, you're and also the long form, also the long form conversation really allows people to, oh. to, to open up and, and go deeper like into points is, and and yes. you know I feel and. Like this is Look, it is, and this is especially for topics like this that are so highly charged and emotional, and 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 local, and people are interested in. And and I, I I love the idea of that that clause because that's that's one of the main reasons this podcast. I started this podcast. Look, I want to be involved in the community. I want other people from the community. And it takes a while to build, you know, Mm, for people to start listening and paying attention, and for me to get better at what I'm doing. But the whole idea is, I want to be involved in the community in my own way. Mm -hmm. I want to give people a platform. Half of what I do is just talking to interesting people from around the town. Half of it's just me expelling the thoughts from my head, talking about music and all of the cool <laughs> things that interest me. But I love chatting to anybody in town who's something like this. I'd love to hear the other side of the debate. I'd love to hear any side of the debate that people want to come and, and add their bits and pieces mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I'd love this to be a public forum where people can, where people can do that. They can relax. Yeah. They can, like we just said, go into it in a long form where you don't have to have bite-sized little bits of information you want to, yeah, you want to doll you out to like you know drop zingers or anything like that it's not about that it's, yeah. it's tell us your ideas let's discuss them explore them you know and and come at them from different angles and and that's i'd be i'd love that i think well, that'd be I an would, awesome thing I to would, happen i would hope that if these authorities and these people who legislate for our lives, because it is about mm. livability here. It's pretty challenging. Well, I'm not here for work. I'm yeah. here for, for lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. we, you know, yeah. we are here to live, yeah. right? So, what does our community look like? And I'm going to say to you that there are a lot of people that claim to live here that are leaders, but actually don't live here. They live mm. in some very nice places elsewhere, but they fly in yeah. when, when debate is on and I'm there. I'm here, you know. Yeah, protecting my interests. Yeah, well, I'm here and I'm I'm a leader of the the town. But by the way, we don't leave we don't live here. Yeah. You know, we live the majority. So you're an influencer in town. Yeah, you're an influencer. That's what you are. Yeah. So let's be honest. So when somebody says to you these restrictions are happening or these charges are occurring, you're actually not. You're not here experiencing it. Yeah. That's right. So that's why I say to even you know. Think about the legislation that's occurring. Think about the restrictions. Think about all of these things because you're not living it. Yeah. You're espousing that we should live it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're espousing that we should live it. Yeah. You're espousing that on Christmas Day, I cannot walk in with my 23-year-old son, my 24-year-old son, after setting up the tables for all day, and this occurred, literally occurred, right? After we set up for a big Christmas um, lunch. lunch the next day, the night before we go to a liquor outlet here, BWS, yeah. they allow us to buy one uh, one bottle because we walked in, yeah, the three together. of us together. What is that? What so now, now, where do they even get that? So now, do you know what we do how sometimes? How is that interpreted? Yeah. How sometimes. Is that interpreted? I wrote to Woolies and I told them they were 
racist. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't want to say, because the guy specifically said, you know what, it's, and he said, oh, it's not, it's not you that's the problem, but we, we can't say yes because then that there are other people that will want more alcohol and we don't, and they clearly Appreciate don't. Pepper. So yeah. in other words, <laughs> in other words, it's another backdoor racism. It's another backdoor racism. But you know what I say to that one? What? Bad luck. If ten black fellas walk into your shop and they all want to buy a cart of full strength eat, if, it, bad luck. Yes. It's a fucking maybe it's a loophole, but it's bad luck. Yeah. They're all separate people. Yeah. Who cares if they came in the same yeah. car or taxi? Yeah. It doesn't and, matter. And do you know what? They got their own ID and their own money. Yeah. Serve them. And we, as a married couple, have all to one one goes to the shop, one Separately. goes to the bottle shop, and then the other one goes Switch to the it car, out. and then yeah. it's, it's weird. So what? tell me why we have to do that, Dave. Where does that even interpretation even come from? Absolutely. And you it's know, their own interpretation. And this is, they have, have this group decided that this that's what they want to do. is going to write to Woolies and it's going to say, take a Pauline Hanson saying, please explain. Please explain. <laughs> it says in the accord... Just send them a meme. I, Just send them a Pauline yeah, Hanson meme. We should. Please explain. You're, you're clever about that. Let's do that. Let's, <laughs> let's do a meme and put it on Willie's bloody face. Yeah. Tell me why you are a law-abiding citizen who has the ability to vote herself. Yep. But when we walk in together... I'm sorry. You can only buy one bottle between you. I'm and fucking going somewhere else. I'm going over to, to a friend's house in, in Cook Point and she's going to a friend's house in South Hedland. Oh, Doesn't I matter if we walked in together. Yeah. You know what? I don't she's want, not my mum. I don't want to get into the argument about, well, why do you need to? Because the minute you ask me why I need two bottles of spirits to, in one day, yeah. I, and somebody that says, you can't encroaching. that is offensive to me. Yeah. That is encroaching on your civil rights, liberties. Yeah. rights, I, I can buy so many bottles if I was in Perth. Yeah, now, yeah. Because I choose to yeah. live in Port Hedland, where I have invested 30, 39 years of my life. I'm and a shitload of insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not I just know. insurance so money. This yeah. is just the whole point. So, so think about the logic... Don't tell people that curb your... Don't tell law-abiding citizens who want nothing more than the choice. I don't want to buy two bottles of spirits, but I don't want to be told that you can only buy one. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't want to go and buy two bottles. I don't want to buy ten cups. You know, sometimes I do want to buy two bottles of spirits because I like gin and I like rum. Yeah. And sometimes I'd like to have both of them in the cupboard so yes. I can go, do I feel like a gin or a rum well, tonight? Again, but you have to do it today Separately, yeah, yes. going tomorrow. Yeah, and you, I don't want to do that. But what, if, but what if I wanted to go and buy myself a rum and then buy my friend a gin? Who's For a gift? I've been in that, that is? I've been in that situation plenty of times. You yeah. walked in and go, go oh, I want to get a bottle of gin and want one for a present. You go, oh, I have to go to a it separate bottle ridiculous. shop. You know, I have to ring up Nick one day. I was in Coles. Yeah. And I didn't know that it had dropped to three bottles of wine. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to take some wine out to dinner and I wanted to, there was like buy three or whatever it is, and you know, buy two and get this as a bonus. Or buy two yeah. and get two. But you're not allowed to buy four. Uh. <laughs> like, how does that even work? How do the specials work? One of the main <laughs> specials that they advertise, and they used to do here and everywhere else around the country, is six packs. Buy six and you get them for this price. Absolutely. You can't fucking do that anymore. 
And you know why they do that advertising? Buy six, get it for this price. Because six bottles of wine is not a ludicrous amount of bottles of wine to buy. That's exactly right. You can stick because them in the you... fridge or in the cupboard. You can keep them for a couple of weeks. You That's can pull right. them out as you want. And it doesn't. And as you said, yeah. you shouldn't have to explain because alcohol is legal yeah, in this yes. country. <laughs> and we're actually all responsible adults. But you know, you what? know what? And the thing is, we're not wanting to seem like we don't care about the people that do need restrictions or whatever. But who are they? Yes. Because no one wants to point a finger. Yeah. No one wants to point a finger. Apparently, we are they. Yeah. And that's the bit that is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about, yes, I support restrictions. I was happy with the restrictions of six bottles. Yeah, the original restrictions. restrictions. Yeah. But now... Saying only medium strength, and then getting told on a Friday night as I'm this coming in after work at 5:30, go to yeah. the bottle. Like, I'm sorry, you can only. I went for a carton of beer because we had none. Yeah. You can only buy mid strength. You know that I don't drink. I only drink one type of beer yeah. because I'm not a massive beer drinker. Yeah. It's Corona. I yeah. couldn't buy Corona. No. Well, you couldn't buy a bottle of wine even. You could not buy a bottle oh, of wine. That I. That was just ridiculous because that restriction came out that morning, and if you and if, if you didn't have a bottle, you know. and that was a Friday. Yeah. So if you didn't well, have, in the bottle shop afterward. And you know, my brother got stitched out with it. He went in to buy a carton of Rogers, Little Creatures Rogers, which is three point eight percent. Yeah. Couldn't buy it. What? So it's not a mid strength. <laughs> mid strength is three point five. Oh my. Three point eight is not a full strength beer. Couldn't buy it. You but know, no, anyway, we're sounding like we're. I know really we're going down. A, we're going. Alcohol. We're not. We don't want to go down. We're going down a rabbit hole here. We but. don't want to go down there. But you know, we get the picture, right? The picture is seriously. Just ask the question. Tell us who it is. It's not restriction of our lives. It's restriction because, of liberties. Yeah. Because my call is for if there is a problem, put more resource into the problem, into the services that deal with the problem, yes. and into the police. If they you know? believe that something bad is going to happen, yeah. then. Yeah, bring they more know people about, into the town. They yeah. know but you know what? They know, they know nothing's going to happen, really, because really, it hasn't happened. Yeah. It, it hasn't happened. Not on the scale that they're, that they're, that they're, they're implying with these restrictions yeah. anyway. And so, you know, they just want to stop it. Hey, look, we've gone fairly fairly far down the, the track on all these, um, <laughs> these issues, which is great. They're, they're on my list. I wanted to talk about all this stuff. But there's a couple of other things I want to hit as well. Do you mind if we bounce on in, in, in a slightly different Let's direction bounce. now? Let's like bounce in a different direction. Do we, do we but, sing as well? Yeah. Well, maybe, that can be one of the, maybe that can be one of the opening tracks. I can find oh, something. Yeah, well, let's bounce in a different direction here. You girls got married this year. We did. We did. And I thought it was the first same-sex couple marriage here, yeah, politically correct I am, same-sex no. um, um, couple marriage in, in yeah. the town, but it wasn't. We're no, the it was the second. second. Who was We're the, the first? Second. Doc- very good friend. Yes, Dr. Crystal and oh, Tash Bardi. Yeah, right, okay. So, yes, so they're the, the Bardi Crystal, no, the Bardi Clay, Bardi Clay, Clay Bardi. Bardi Clay Crew. Oh, they got a hyphen name? Yes, they have. And now, how's my sister's name? I love you, Jen, if you're listening, but here's my sister's name, right? <coughs> My sister, she's a very strong woman, strong personality, which is one of the reasons I've got such a big respect for, for women, you know. I've, you've met my wife, obviously. <laughs> she keeps me in line. My sister's another one of the really strong women in my, awesome. in my life, right? Um, so I'll wind it back a little bit to give a bit of background. So my sister, she's actually beautiful, right? I don't know if you've seen pictures of her or anything. Yes. She's, she's fucking gorgeous, Stunning, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but she's one of those girls that didn't know. 
you know? Yeah. And um, she was a bit of a dork, whatever, as a teenager, that kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. just hung out with her girlfriends yeah. and everything. Yeah. Cool. And never had a friggin' boyfriend or anything, right? And this is not just me, like, oh, I had no idea. Like, I, 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 we're a very close age, knew the same people. She never had a boyfriend, right? Yeah. yeah. Three brothers, me and my two brothers, and then my dad, and all, you know, all sort of, you know, mixed, mixed, maybe not a real man's man, I guess, but me and my other brother and my dad sort of all are, you know. Yeah. Never had a boyfriend. Finally, she was about, she would have been 19, 20 or something like that, when she, she got this, this boyfriend, the first boyfriend she ever had, right? Yeah. And she brought him over to the house for us to meet. So they come over to the house, have dinner, and we're all sitting there. We have this dinner, you know, chatting, and Dad's quizzing this bloke and all this sort of stuff, you know, know, awkward as those kind of things are. Dinner finishes up. Jen and her partner, Ryan, they they leave and and head off home. And then us boys, the men, all sitting around the table, and Dad goes, so, what do you boys think? (laughs) We've been waiting our whole life for this opportunity. You know, she finally brought a bloke home. What do you boys think? I went, he's really nice, eh? Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. He's a really good guy. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. So she's her first boyfriend. She married him, you know, yeah. the first oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she was a good bitch. Yeah, right. She's surrounded by four men like Yeah, that. yeah. Probably Never gave us a chance, man. He's like, he's just my brother. He's one of the, he's a brother oh, now, you so know. Cool. He's a, he's a Baptist minister, everything, so it's very much like my, my like old, old man as well. Different personality completely, yeah. but, you know, in that, that obviously the, down that same vein. But um, so they, they got married, and she wasn't going to give up her last name mm-hmm. for a, a, a man. Right. But, you know, they yeah. still were going to change. She wasn't just going to keep her. He wasn't going to take her last name. And, yeah. And he wasn't too fussed about his last name he's a very cruisy dude and he never really had a close relationship with his dad so he was like ah oh, whatever it doesn't mean a whole lot to me so she already had two middle names her name was Jennifer Lee Jane Robin, right, Robin, right, Robinson right. Robinson yeah. so refused to drop the last name wouldn't just take his last name but wouldn't disregard it yeah then they came up with a new last name as well so her name now officially on paper is Jennifer Lee Jane Robinson Christensen Harding <laughs> Robinson Harding Christensen <laughs> Christensen's yeah. the made up one oh, oh so but, oh and did he change his last name I, to not sure Harding Christensen I'm not sure I don't I don't think he's got the Robinson I'm not sure how that works Christensen I'm not sure where they came with the Christensen Robinson Crusoe. Oh, I don't know where the Christensen no, came from. I'm sure they've told me before. But that's her name now, Jennifer Lee Jane Robinson Harding Christensen. Oh, my goodness, me. And when we all found that out, we all just rolled our eyes. Oh, like, no. Jen, like, for fuck's sake, just take the man's name. You know? like, but no, Harding, no. it's fine. Yeah, it's Harding. We'll, we'll, we'll deal. Yeah. Right? And then there's then there's M, who um, her dad is from six kids. Yeah. yeah. I think there was three boys... Three boys and three girls. Pretty good chance of the family name continuing, yeah. right? One of the boys has never had any kids. Mm-hmm. The other boy had all girls. Yeah. <gasps> Tony, my father-in-law, had all girls. And then the, the three girls had some boys and stuff. But the name died, finished there, right? Wow. So there was no men to carry it on. So when I got married to... I get along really well with Tony, my father-in-law. So when I got married, he's going, so Dave, you reckon maybe... Like, <laughs> maybe we could... Uh, Keep the Craig name in there. Someone said, "Nah, mate, nah. Oh. So she's she's done, mate. You had your, you know, you had your chance. There was three boys there. You had your chance. You carried on. You know, it didn't happen. And then when we had kids, he came and again. He thought, "Hey, Dave, maybe, uh, 
Some kind of a middle name or something. You could slip Craig in there. Said, nah. <laughs> no, I don't think so, mate. Sorry. I'm pretty sure you, you had oh your chance, God. buddy. You know, <laughs> survival of the fittest, mate. You know. <laughs> and, you know, the Robinsons, we've got a few little Robinson boys knocking around now, so we're all set. We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> goes through another it's generation. Go for a but, while. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yes, because I've actually chosen to take Gloria's name, as yeah. you know. Where does, yeah, so how does that decision come? No, absolutely What do you mean, hang I was, hey, I was what? absolutely Kelly, determined. Kelly, Kelly told you. It's all right, a bit Kelly, of background noise. Kelly right. told you, uh, asked us whether we were going to swap names. And we're like, we discussed it, no, we, we'd be happy to keep uh, our names. Yeah. Yep. So we were married, and on the our wedding certificate, our marriage certificate, it says Nicola White and Gloria Jacob. Yeah, but it would anyway. Because oh. you have your marriage certificate right. and then later on if you decide to change your name, that's when you... register it. Yeah, you... So, <laughs> so your name doesn't get changed, like, totally legally. So the only way you can totally legally change your name is by default. Default, yeah. But this... So if you change your name by marriage, it's it, as a matter of custom. So... Because I did lots of research. Yeah, yeah. Just so maybe at uh, say, I don't know, traditional wedding, you you they'd have those papers there as well, depot already, so you didn't have to do anything extra. I can't remember what happened well, with me and Anne. Well, if you if you changed your name already, then on your marriage certificate it'd be the same name. But yes. But uh, did she change her name beforehand? Uh-huh. Oh. I don't remember how she didn't know. She'd know all the details. I'm gonna have to ask her how she mm. changed her name. But I, I haven't even completely changed my name yet. It is, like, people talk about, like, you know, the rough trot that you have trying to change your name, mm. and, oh, it's annoying. So say but, you went to fill out a, the life insurance policy tomorrow, yeah. you, you'll be writing Nikki White? No. no. Nikki Jacob. Jacobs. Because my passport is Jacob, my yeah. driver's licence is Jacob, uh, my Medicare card is Jacob. So how is it not 100%? It's... Still 100% it's legal. Legally. Yeah. It's legally. She's but I could I could very easily go back to white oh. if I had to. Okay. Not that I would, but, you know. Yeah. So when my mum You're married my dad, <laughs> I'm a little bit red at the moment, actually. You are a little um, like a lobster. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a little bit lobsterish. I um, feel like, yeah, today, yeah, the bloody oh, sun. Oh, you. God, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You do, can't even bad. keep sun cream on. It just, just sweats <laughs> out, man. Gets into your eyes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, um, I was actually determined not to take... Gloria's name because I was like I just cannot be bothered mm. dealing with all that stuff and it wasn't until her niece um, I said something on Facebook and her niece said oh hooray does that mean you're going to be a Jacob now and something in me just went click, click. and I went oh, yeah I really do want to be a Jacob yeah. I'm, I'm one of two I have a brother Yeah. Gloria is one of eight so yeah. she has a massive, massive family, and it's such a, a um, I don't know, it's such a beautiful thing to be part of. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you kind of felt like you were coming into the fold yeah. in, a, in a more... Um, and look, they, they're a very Catholic family, um, and although they have accepted me from day dot, yeah. I think as we go along, they've accepted me more and more. Yeah, and yeah, I, and I think, that I mean, kind of thing would help and, as well. And maybe when... 
Olivia said, does that mean you're going to be a Jacob now? And she's all excited about it. That was my last little bit of, oh, my God, they really accept yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. And I, I love calling myself, well, look, you can say I've got Mrs. Jacob well, you on do. my tag. You haven't even taken it off. No, yeah. I'm supposed to leave it at work. <laughs> leave it there. But, um, but I like it. Oh, that's yeah, cool, man. It's really nice. And what an awesome wedding it was, too. Did you oh. enjoy yourself? Oh, oh bloody ball. <laughs> I left. You know when I left here? So we, oh, we, yeah. we went back to my house for a few drinks afterwards, and then me and Imran strolled over here. I and had remember a, you down there. We were down there, down the floor, pit, fire pit. My dogs came along, as usual. Um, had the boom box. Who? You know what? We call Imran Zena. Oh, Zena, yeah. Warrior princess. What? You tell them. Next time you see him. I know Zena. She's from another, another wedding that we went to. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Emmy were down there, yeah, and it was getting into the small hours of the, the morning, or they were getting larger again, the hours. <laughs> and and um, I just remember, um, I think there, it, something went around the circle where everyone said, what was your favourite yes. moment of the evening? Yes. Right, and I had it in what my head. The kids asked. Yeah, and I had it in my head what my favourite moment was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this would be great. I've got, I've got something to say here." And then it came around to the circle to me, and then I couldn't articulate what I wanted to say. <laughs> and as soon as that happened, I'd never ever want to be the you know like the the dude that, like the person that can't talk properly because they're too drunk. <laughs> oh, that's not me. You won't very like you know you very rarely you ever catch me being that dude. And, and I couldn't. And I'm sure probably no one else even noticed it, but I, you know, but I I couldn't get my words out. And then I was like, that was shit. That's it. I can't talk properly. I'm gone, mate. I don't want to be sitting here. I'll start repeating myself soon. You know, that dude as well. You don't want to be that guy. Starts telling you a story, man, you told me this last night. But they don't stop. They just keep going. Yeah. So I just got up and bailed. I did the White Ninja, as I always do. It was a bit difficult because I had the music. So I was like, this is a bit tricky. I'm going to White Ninja with the music. Yeah. I don't say that goodbyes good like in situations like that. You just oh, go. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drags yeah. out. Gets no, weird. No, Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. just disappear. Absolutely. Because the ditches were all down there. Oh yes. We queued ourselves pretty soon after you. Uh, but yeah. you know, it's our wedding now. What can I say? Well, <laughs> yeah. Still some business to take care so, of. Uh, what actually happened that day? <laughs> what, what a bloody Do great you wedding day. Your wedding day? Like, do you uh, remember what happened on that day? Like, I just feel like it was just. You know, like, um, um, prepare, 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 and then, bang, gone. It was just all... No, I do remember a lot about my wedding. I think that, you see, two two females, so maybe it's different. I think the women, you know, Emma had a lot more going on than I did. Yeah. We just sort you of hang out. Yeah. Yeah. We just hang out and have a few beers and then get dressed yeah. and, and they, the you know, photographer rocked up, took a few photos. We're just hanging out, wait for the. I was nervous as hell. Oh, I was yeah, nervous yeah. as hell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Got a bit choked yeah. up at the at the front there and everything. My dad married us, which is pretty oh, cool. That's so you know? beautiful. Yeah, isn't yeah. yeah. He's done all his kids. I said Mick's not married, but he's done all. He's done me, and my sister, and my well, brother. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still holding out ladies, a bit of hope. Ladies, you'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got this. He's got such an aversion to be, about being set up. He's my oh, sister's he's tried a bunch of times up, over the really? years, and yeah, and he just digs his heels in. But hmm. that's another story for another day. He'll listen to this and bloody skim me alive. But, <clears throat> 
no, it was, a, it was a really, really good day. And um, I don't know, seeing the two of you up there, you know, at the at the at the altar as it the you know, were, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. What's it called on the uh, on the pallet furniture? Yeah, pallet, yeah. <laughs> and just that that whole scene was just so it was beautiful, really, you know. And yeah, we were really keen on marrying in Headland mm. to bring people. Honestly, you know, it's a, mm. it's again about our love for this community, this space, because we've spent a lot of time, and I'm so blessed that Nick loves it. As yeah. Well because yeah. it's not an easy, you know, place to. Nick's just come back from Melbourne, gone back to Perth, mm. and meets, you know, me, and then I live my life up here. Yeah. And. and but it was so beautiful that she wanted to move up here, and yeah, and you know, eleven years later, ten years later, we're getting married, and we bring all of our family. And yeah, here yeah. Because we could have got married. So many people choose to be married elsewhere. Yeah, Bali. And it's not about <laughs> yeah. the gay. It's not about the gay wedding because this wasn't anything to do about that. It's no. just bringing people to this community. That we love. Yeah. We love. And and the friends that were there were people that we've met here. Yeah. And that are mean a big part of our life. And I know yeah. there was like nearly two hundred people there. Wow. But we got on the <laughs> the truth the truth was here's the funny thing that both of us didn't consider. Because we had two hundred odd oh, we would have about hundred and eighty, right? Hundred and eighty five, yeah. whatever. Yeah. People there. We had to get security for yeah. our Yeah, yeah, you told me that. I'm still smacked by that. It's yeah. weird. Like, you had it at a venue. At a venue. At a venue. Where you're paying shitloads of money to host like, it. Why? Yeah. It's like our family and friends. Oh, the... the, the yeah, if word, it's over 100 people. The word is like you haven't seen how many family and friends get into mm. rock. Like, there's yeah. a presumption again. Yeah. They've actually never had you know, like a wedding to that scale there yeah. so they didn't actually know what to expect so there again is the it's, we think yeah that you know you people are going to be just like everybody else it's like are you I'm serious sorry. nothing happens no. we, no. we are actually bringing tourism to this yeah because we're choosing to be married and i don't want any kudos for that i just want to be married in yeah. the place i live yeah it's yeah. no different to you know anyone that lives anywhere else they don't want kudos they just want to get married. Yeah, they and just I'm don't want an extra. I'm one of eight, and our family alone are nearly a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They don't want an extra cost and, and an I'm extra, pay, yeah, put on, put on top of an it. An extra, you know, security guard. Yeah, that was weird. That's that, weird. Honestly, when they told us, and then we had to go to the board to get that approved, that was a bit scary. That's not really. <laughs> to which board? To, to the, the yacht club, club board. Oh, really? Board yeah. or whatever it is. For yeah. them to approve us reducing three security down to two. two. Oh, really? So yeah. we still have to pay for security. Yeah. Which just like anywhere else in the world you'd say no. Yeah. We could have gone over to Bali and and held the wedding for a lot cheaper and yeah. people would have probably paid less because yeah. they it's very expensive at yeah. that time of year as well yeah beautiful time and of year yeah it was, it was beautiful it was wedding. school holidays and oh, people was it? Yeah, yeah it was the start of school mm. holidays flew 
weird. No, it probably helps some people though. They get the, you know a bit more easy for them to get away from the from the nine well, to five. Yeah, we holidays. we have school teacher friends who were integral to the wedding. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's. Yeah, oh, but no, it was it was bloody awesome. And as you say, you're lucky to have a woman that you know you met here that loves living here as oh, well. And that's yeah. true because for all there's some people who just talk absolute trash about Port Hedland, usually people that yes. don't spend a lot of time here. That's right. But then so many of us move here and love it. Yeah. I'm lucky to have a wife that, that loves the place like yeah, I do as, right. as well. You know, we came here for our honeymoon. We got <laughs> married. We did, we got married in, in Perth at Yanship National Park actually and had a reception in the caves, the wow. Yanship Caves yeah. there. And a week later, we drove up to Headland. Me, Ems, Casper, and, and the bird, the budgie. It wasn't budgie, it was a, it was a wero, yeah. All in the one cab, two-seater. Casper sitting in the middle and the wero on the back of the chair. Oh, we drove up and we had a honeymoon in Headland, you know. And there was that moment where we drove into town. I know I had visions, memories of, of this place as a kid. We lived in Crather as a kid and we came to Port Headland sometimes. And I had these burnt into my image the visions of, of, of Nelson Point and the salt mines right. which I didn't realise I had until I saw them again oh, and wow. the HBI plant which is gone now but that was one of those those visions in my brain wow. and I remember driving in over the bridge at the salt plants there and Ems was very quiet <laughs> and I remember driving over <laughs> it was uh, it was March it wasn't a great time of year to move here and I remember driving over the bridge and she was quiet and looking over her and said Oh, what the fuck have we done, babe? <laughs> <laughs> she had this look on her face, you know, but within a couple of months of being here, we just fell in love with the place. and, yeah, and it is beautiful. Yeah. The community is amazing. Yeah, no, it is. That, yeah. Exactly, that community yeah. vibe. And we're all accepting. Yeah. People are accepting you. There's no judgment. Yeah, That's one right. of the really... Unless really you're pushing for power. <laughs> <laughs> Which lots of people do. One of the really great things that happened for me when I moved here, I didn't ever expect or think about was um, meeting a lot of people from the Muslim like you know oh, culture which because yeah, yeah because they're massive in this town you know Huge. and they're New just Zealanders and Muslims. one of us in yeah, New Zealand there's 76 different cultures in Portland. wow did you know that no and didn't 33 of them are indigenous and the rest are all from the rest of the nation I mean we've got Greeks we've got obviously Zealanders, Irish, and well. um, Malay, South Africans, Malay, Filipino, Malay, Filipino community yeah. is huge. There's Burmese, Indians, and it, it was so great to move here and actually hang out and work with those guys and meet their partners and the kids and everything. And they're just they're just normal people. Like yes, us because all <laughs> like where I grew up was I I knew one Muslim bloke growing up. Yeah, right? he, he was a, totally. a Singaporean Singaporean yeah. family. Mm. And and yeah, Malay, yeah, yeah. and then they're, they're from their parents worked in the Cocos Islands and yeah. things like that, yeah, didn't they? Right. And they get that they had some sort of yeah. deal with those contracts. They get citizenship to Australia. I think yeah. when those contracts oh. ended, hey, yeah. and they came over in the seventies and eighties, and they got all these kids who were Aussie as fuck. Yeah. They're like, yeah, g'day, mate, and they love their fishing and camping and stuff, you know. Yeah. And, but yeah, to meet all those people and go, oh, so what the media's been showing me about the Muslim people is is yeah, I mean I'm sure that there is that so happens there as fanatic, well there's fanatic people yeah. in every religion but they make it seem like it's such a segregated culture and it's I like know. hey man some the, of my best media. mates like like Imran we just spoke about before yeah. they're yeah. from Muslim families and stuff and they're just it's one of the they're just one of the boys yeah. and my kids get to grow up around yeah. Muslim kids and Aboriginal yeah. kids and other Asian kids and like yeah. the multiculturalism was something I didn't expect when I moved up here oh. and it was awesome it was just so cool you know well I mean you look 
Cricket um, is uh, not so Emmy's brother Izzy, and he's married to an Aboriginal New Zealand girl. So now their kids are Aboriginal New Zealand. Hey, not Emmy's brother. Yeah. No, no. Izzy's no, 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 cousin. Cousin. Oh, cousin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, so, so Muslim family, yeah. and she's actually um, become Muslim, and so now like they've got this amazing family of yeah. you know Muslim. What are they? Malay or probably Malay. Malay. Yeah, yeah. Malay, um, Aboriginal. It's just the melting Maori. pot. Maori. Yeah. Like it's, it's just the, yeah. the melting pot, and they're beautiful. And they're just such yeah. a beautiful family. Right? Yeah. What no, we, they're really good we, families, man. Yeah. And, and the respect is forefront with them all, you yeah. know, like you, they're very respectful. When you, when you show respect, you get it back from them. And let's not even talk about the damn food. Oh. <laughs> oh. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So that's <laughs> something that really took me by surprise, hey, moving up here, which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, there's always a sense of community. There's always a sense of family. Mm. And, you know, mm. and that's what's beautiful about Port And I don't think... I don't think you get that everywhere, but yeah. everywhere does have those types of pockets. But this is huge. Yeah. You know, this is huge. When yeah. I first came here, and I because I flew in, mm. um, and I looked at the the ground as I as I'm coming in, and I just thought, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah. You know, like the landscape itself looks amazing from up high. She does like red though. From the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from red, from the yeah. ground, it doesn't look quite so amazing and pretty. Yeah. But when I moved here, it was the community that mm, really sucked you in. Like, yeah, like grounded me into this place. Yeah. I was just like, wow, this is, oh, this, why wouldn't you want to live here? Yeah. You don't, you so don't get that in, in cities and even in no. the, like the suburbs surrounding yeah. cities, you know, like just walking by a stranger at the shop and go, I've yeah. seen that bloke three times before. So, yeah. hey man, how you going? He goes, g'day mate. And then I'll say good day to that bloke every single time I walk past him now. Yeah. You know, you don't get that in the city. If you no, look at people at the shops down. down in Perth, they, they give you a look like, yeah, like yeah. who are you? What are you looking at me for? Yeah, you know, I was I'm, just going to say good day, man. I'm not, I'm <laughs> because I yeah, smile. I smile at yeah. And I said good day. Yeah, yeah, but and yeah. even but here, even here, but I tell you, I, I tell you what though, for shock value. living in a small community like that, you do have to. I, I always tell to tell Ems, I'm the master of the ten second conversation. <laughs> she'll go to the shop and come home an hour later, and she'll go, oh, no. oh, I saw such and such, such, and I couldn't get away, and I thought, yeah, okay. Sometimes, sometimes I'm in the mood to stop and talk, yeah. but generally, yeah. people don't know that I'm actually, yeah. I'm, I'm an introvert, extrovert, right? Like, yeah. I have introverted yeah. traits and extroverted traits, yeah. but I like to plan my social yeah. events. So coming out here, coming out to a party at night or yeah. going out, so I'm yeah. like, You're in my head, I'm ready, yes. and I can do I'm it. Exactly it takes a lot of energy from me, right? But yes. just when they, social things just fall upon yeah. me, I'm not as, as good or open to them, right? Because I love yeah. my own time as well. Yeah. So when I go out, to the shops and to see people inevitably as you do that I know oh Emma goes I don't know how to not be rude I go I just say g'day and just keep walking yeah or yeah. if it stop very yeah, short like, pleasantries oh, I'm on a time yeah <laughs> and I just keep moving you yeah. know I'm not going to just ignore you and walk yeah. past I and go hey how hey, you going mate I do the same thing and I'll just and I'll just keep moving yes hey how you going mate hey it was good to see you last week we'll see you at the party next weekend take it easy mate and I'll yeah. just keep going Look, if you're far enough away from them, you can ignore them at yeah. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go, hey, yeah, or... Just or duck just, down this yeah. aisle. What the fuck do I yes, mean down I here? Yeah, I do that. When yeah. yeah. first met me, when we first came up, she's like, I can't believe 
Yeah, oh, especially you. I don't you. want to go shopping with you. You just know everybody. But now it's like because I've been here for ten years. Yeah. Like I know people now. And it's I'm like, like okay. oh man. It's just, a ten second conversation. Yeah. You got to nail it. I'm, I'm, I'm also good. You at never the 10 stop. Second. You never stop moving. No, you, you keep stop, going. And you slow down, and I'm still walking. Oh, I'm turning. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. and go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. gonna go by. A little witty quip's yeah. always good, and yeah. then and then I'm out. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> and they don't go. Jeez, he's a rude prick. They just go. Oh. Okay, oh, if he's in a rush. And off I go. I know, absolutely. Master oh. the 10 second conversation, yeah, mate. No. And, yeah. that, and, and that is a the whole thing about heaven. Mm. Yes. People don't get offended by no. that. No. Yeah. Because they have the same experience. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, I'm coming down for a quickie. Yeah. And then you're, you're stuck in conversation. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're accepting. This community is accepting. Especially because there's obviously the locals and people who've been here their whole life and went to school here and everything. And I find that they get more open and accepting as they get older, right? I, went, yeah. I worked with a lot of those guys when they were fresh out of school and stuff and they're a little bit more closed in, but they open up as they get older. But the, a lot of the people here don't have family and yeah. school friends yeah. and, you know, all so that sort of shit. So you make people, you bring them into yeah. your fold and they become your own family because yeah. you don't have this real tight click I've known for 15 years, you know? Yep. So people bring in, they take you out fishing and they invite you to barbecues and all this kind of shit that yeah, it doesn't beautiful. happen in the city because you meet someone, you get along <laughs> with them, but they've got their three best friends who they went to friggin' school with and they've got yeah. all these things and their family's always they're going around for dinner at their family's house and it's hard to break into those circles and it's a lot more open yeah. up here. Just look at how, like I was saying to someone the other day, I've actually never had like a neighbourhood community before. Yeah. And now oh, we have got like... Well, we've cultivated it. We've yes. worked on it. We've got a new member now. We do. We next do. door, you know. There. Oh, okay. Another new member. She's, up, she's in the middle there. In that fact, there's also the Cam- there's Camille down the end. It's just got sold. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which side of the road? It's, it's on the other side. Same side of house house Your side of the road. Yeah. 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 So you'll oh, meet, okay. you'll meet them too. So you meet, cool. Yeah. So Good, you know, we're cultivating this little community. Yes. It's great, man. I love it. It's so cool. We went for dinner last night at yeah. a friend's house on the corner of Clark Street there. Oh, cool. We just walked down there with the kids in the little That's, trolley thing and had a few beers and a couple community. of gins and, and friggin' walked home. But do you know what I found out today? That you can get a grant from the town of Port Hedland for food if you put on a street party. Yes, yes. for $250. Yes. What? Yes. We've been talking about... There's a program called the Kemp Street Program, yeah. which is about neighbourhood getting oh, together. Yeah. You know, because there's people here that probably, yeah. Yeah, that probably stay there, but maybe we don't all know each other. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it, but we're gonna make sure. No, gonna make sure you send the email in three days early, no, so we can get a decent no, amount of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, got to put that form in. You know? well, you know what's Definitely. Funny? We actually printed invites to do. We did, but we uh, just never had it. We never had a chance to actually put it out there and make the discussion. Next year. But yeah. next year we're doing that. Yeah. We're doing street parties. We are. Awesome. awesome. We definitely are. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, and, in. and we will get that funding. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. And I love hey, this little community. Girls, we've just done an hour and 30 minutes. No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, hey, He's we can do another one of these. No, an hour to an hour and a half was always the always oh, the, 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 the goal. We can do another one of these when, oh. whenever. Oh, whenever yeah. I reckon we will. When I get those guests, because we want to get those people on. If you're up for a panel. I am. I am. If you're up cool. for a panel, we need to talk. We yeah. need to get down to the roots. Mm. Yeah. 
Because yeah. no, I'm, I'm more than more than keen. I'd love that. It'd be awesome. What I'd like to say is, don't just let things go. Yeah. As a community, stand unified and question. It's not about being anti-establishment. No. So, it's about trying to work a solution. So would you think to get a few people on at one time? Yeah, I'm going to ask the question. Because, because what we'd do, if we were to get four or five, six yeah. people or something like that on at one time, then I'd yeah. get Brad Holder involved and yeah, we'd yeah. do it properly, use some of his equipment and get well, set up so everyone's hey, mic'd up and we could sit around on neutral ground and, and yeah. just, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and same thing, let it just go. Yeah. And if it goes long, if it blows out and it's three hours, I'll just release it in two parts yeah. so it's broken down oh, a little yeah, bit. That's a good idea. Three hours is a long time for yeah. us yeah, people to sit there. You know, but let's, not, let's not put a time frame on it. No, no, let's I'm just saying it can, it can, it could be a 45 minute conversation, yeah. it can be an hour, it can yeah. be, doesn't matter. I can, we can deal with that and, and, and we can accommodate something like that on a larger scale. So I love it. Yeah, that's what I thought in my head. I was like, it'd take a while. Oh, oh, that was on. The, that was on there. That was on there. All right, that'll be the next Let's one. Let's put that on the next one. <laughs> Girls, open-ended invite to come back on this podcast whenever. We've been talking about it for ages, and it was so easy to tee up in the end. We just. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? I walked across the road with a gin in my hand <laughs> and sat at your kitchen you table and talked. So yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So and I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, I'll I'll get this one um, posted up. It'll be up by tonight. I'll tag your girls wow. in it. Hey, we need to think of a song. Think of a song, text me a song. I'll put yeah. it on the intro and I'll do a few yeah. shout-outs as I always do. Anything else you want to talk about, address before we go? Any shout-outs you want to do to anyone or any businesses or anything like that in town? No, look, like, I just want to say thank you, Dave, for giving us the opportunity yeah. to put some Yay important me. things. I know we talked we talked around <laughs> Don't we the man. Thank you very much because without people like yourselves doing what you do here, you know... It just puts us on the stage. So appreciate it. And lastly, Merry Christmas, mate. We'd like to say Merry Christmas. Presenting the first two live stubby holders on the podcast. Yeah. I've got the tea. I'm gonna. I need to get some more t-shirts done. So I've just given the girls. I just no, I don't. But I've given the girls the average man podcast um, um, stubby holders here, and these are gonna. I've got to give them out to everyone that's been on the podcast so far as well, and then. Yeah. And I'm actually even thinking about talking to um, Carly from Life and Soul there and seeing if I can get a bunch made up and sell them at the front. Yeah. There and and I'll just donate all the profit to, to a local charity. I was oh, thinking cool. they, they're into that kind of shit. So yeah. we'll see what she says and, and yeah, be a good way to get them out and about. And then, yeah. yeah, like I said, put the money back into a little local charity or something. Oh, that's so, a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Right. Thanks, Dave. Too easy. Thanks very much, girls. <laughs> I'm going to hit stop now and then I'll, yeah, go sort it all out at home. <laughs>